Hey there, and welcome to Networking School, a podcast to sharpen your networking knowledge and add to your network. Join me each week for powerful interviews, strategies you can implement immediately, and connections to professionals you need to know. My name is Tish Times, and I am a sales and networking expert. I've been in the connection business my entire career, and for more than 10 years, I have been teaching entrepreneurs and sales teams to stop wasting time and money with ineffective networking. In addition to running a professional networking organization, I am in love with coaching entrepreneurs to sell with authority and network with confidence. Some of my clients have increased their income by more than 300% with the intentional networking strategies that I teach. It's time to stop playing with your income. It's time for more connections, more confidence, and more clients. It's time for networking school. Awesome! So, look, I have been so excited. I'm always excited to talk to you. I literally am always excited to talk to you. And that probably is that you're just so real. And so, you know, I don't I don't ever feel like you're putting on airs. You're just real. I don't even know a better way to say that. So, Margo, would you be willing to share with the world who you are in your own words? What do you want them to know about you? I, first of all, I love you. You, it, I, I think our, our our connection was immediate Instant, from yes. the first places ago. Um, and and you know, when anytime we have to do a bio, it's just like, oh Lord, here we go. Um, you know, we're, we're I'm super grateful, you know, for this conversation. Um, and I definitely want to be intentional because again, the especially with everything that's going on right now, right? Like with the social distancing, we're talking not just businesses are affected, but corporate, all these different things that are going on. And so, you know, when you invited me to to the conversation, I was like, heck yeah, like, let's, let's, let's talk. Like, like, let's, let's, what do do I need to do? Let me know. Um, And so absolutely for, for those of you who are tuning in, hi, welcome. And I definitely pray that you are doing well um, in this time. I am a Margot Blair. Um, I'm a partnership strategist, a university adjunct professor. Um, and my specialization is really focusing on helping event curators, nonprofit leaders, um, and other individuals establish partnership strategies so they can go from being self-funded to securing corporate partnerships for their events. So my background is all things, personal development, professional development, and, um, finding ways to really just leverage our innate gifts um, in order for us to be able to make our imprints in the world in diverse ways. Oh my goodness. So that is me. Yay. And so I've got, I I wish we had been having this conversation. Let's back up maybe like four years ago when I had my first event. (laughs) It was this huge honking event that number one, I thought I had to have. You know what I mean? I thought I had to do the three day and multiple speakers and had it at a hotel and, you know, all on my dime, if you will. You know, we had some we had some sponsorships, but not nearly the way you're showing people how to, you know, to find money and to have people to really sign on as partners for those larger events. So first, before we go any further, I want to know what was it that kind of had you make that pivot? Cause I think it's brilliant. I think it's right up your lane. Having been, thank God I was a uh, privilege to be a speaker at your event. 
you know, to, to participate. So I saw it in action. This is not, you know what I mean? This isn't some intellectual conversation we're having that you've not tested. I've seen it in action and I've seen how you've done things. So what made you want to kind of move into this space? So the reality of it is I took an L. Like a really big, a really big, like let, like let's just rip it off. Like no it's sugar, no, it's no fanciful story. So one day, no, mm-hmm. I took a fat loss, and and it 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 almost broke me. I was I was scared. Yeah. Like it, we had our conversation. So you, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, um, it 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 broke me to a point where. Like I lost trust in the the people that I brought on as a team. Um, um, like, but I couldn't even blame the people because I assigned the tasks to those people. Right. Like, so it was a conversation between task delegation and just, just poor management. Um, on, and I, and as the founder, it it came back on me. It didn't matter what role I assigned to another person that failed. So let me put that pin there for anybody who resonate with that. Um, but bandaid off second conference, we were scheduled to have our first conference or first event, um, first women's own uh, organization put into the Phoenix Convention Center. So I was like super excited. No organization in Phoenix has put a women's conference at the convention center yet at, at that at that time frame. So I was super excited, right? Mm-hmm. We lost $40,000. Oh, you and me both. That's why we're so connected. That's to the dollar what I lost. $40,000. I got you. Yes. Wow. And, and it was two separate sponsors, two separate $20,000 sponsorship. One was for the lack of a contract. Dear God, get them contracts created. Yes. Have somebody look over it. Somebody professional, AKA a lawyer, yes. um, and, and get those signed. So one was due to a contract and the other, um, it just, again, it went back to delegation. I was out of the country at a training in Dubai at the time in, in 2018. And I had assigned that task to somebody else and something took priority for that individual and they didn't send it. it and, and it wasn't something that could be scheduled. It was, you got to be on the phone and you have to hit send while I'm on the other line. So there was no way for me to do it while being in the other country. And, um, I, I get back to New York and, um, got a call like, Hey, we never got the, the we, we never got anything. We can't, we can't sponsor you anymore. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, hmm? yeah, tell yeah. me again. And so it was essentially the ripple effect from there. Once we lost that one sponsor, we could no longer afford the convention center. Once we could no longer afford the convention center, we thought it was just going to be pulled to pivot to a new venue, went to the new venue, notified all the sponsors and everybody else like hey you know it's updated um and the second sponsor came out we we signed on to sponsor at the phoenix convention center oh man so yeah we're out i was like yikes, yikes. what do you mean so yeah it was it was definitely uh a, a, a learn a, a, a bit like i said a big l mm-hmm. um but it but it was it was all lessons in, in that in that time frame and that was just that was in 20 in 2018. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't too long ago, but the beautiful side of this is we ended up recouping around $32,000. Oh, that's awesome. For that, you know, so we, the, even though we lost it, right. Um, we were able to strategically come together and say, okay, what, what can we do? And it was with somebody who believed in my vision, who sold into me. And now I, I took ex- all of those same lessons, applied that for 2019 and pff, blew that out the water with five figures. Yeah. So, 
Oh my God, that is so fantastic. So I remember, I, I'm trying to think what the, there was a conflict, so I wasn't able to participate in the 2018 event. I just remember seeing it online and then seeing you talk about it. And I was just like, oh no, oh my God. You know? <laughs> well, see, I think I had a soft spot for it because I had just gone through it the year prior. Yep. So, so, I mean, similar, you know, we had this big venue, um, didn't know every, didn't know what we didn't know, basically, and then had everything fall apart at the last minute. Last minute. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned that. It was, it was literally two weeks. Oh. Before, uh, two weeks or because what the conference was on the, on the 15th of April and I got back on the 14th of March. So two to three weeks time for, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was feeling you, you know what I mean? From a distance, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I knew exactly how that felt, but you were able to recoup, you were able to rebound. And this last event was fantastic. You had amazing sponsors. You had oh, phenomenal man. support. I remember just the feeling in the room. Um, so tell me, what is it that if, if I, okay, I'm this person, I want to do this event again. I want to have the right type of people helping to support, um, helping to benefit from being a part of, of my event. What do I need to do? How do I engage with you? Absolutely. I, I honestly break it down in four specific steps. And, and I do this for anybody looking for partnerships. Um, because again, it, it comes down to a few areas, but it's number one, are you qualified? Like, are you in position to partner? Um, what are you bringing to the table what expectations do you have for the relationship? And then how are you going to re- retain the partnership? So that's, that's the easiest way to explain that. Right. Um, but the reality of it is th- that first step, you're, you have to evaluate your own partner potential. Because again, if you aren't in position to partner with someone, ain't nobody going to give you no money. Nobody. Like that, you know, that's just what it comes down to. And so you, you that, that that's the first step. So I would love to like, like we could flesh that conversation out was what does that even look like? Um, to determine like, are you in position to partner? And so that's that first step. That first phase is evaluating your partner potential. Do you think that people are looking at all of the things that, you know, when we talk about just being in business, you know, we got our website, sometimes we have Um, our offerings and experience and all that, what types of things would I put together to present to a potential partner to let them know, hey, I'm ready, I'm qualified, I've done these things successfully before. What are some of those things that I would need to have? Um, that's the second piece is leveraging, leveraging your professional assets is what I call it. Um, it's looking at your knowledge, your experience, as well as the people that you know, um, or the people that you need to know, um, when you're presenting it to, to a prospect, right. Um, when I'm presenting it to a prospect, I'll, I'll make it real personal. When I'm presenting it to them, I'll sit there and have a candid conversation and lay out the vision, right? So you need to be clear on what your vision is. Okay. Let's stop right there. Clarity on the vision. Take notes, please, people. Take notes. That's important. Okay, keep going. So you have to be very, very clear on what the vision is that you want for your own experience. Um, And then providing the, um, the evidence of what you've done before. Um, you know, if I'm giving up my money, if I'm investing my money into that, cause that's what it is. It's an investment, right? If I'm investing into your vision, um, I may not even be asking for an ROI. Um, but what, what, it what, what are going to be the measurable or the quantifiable results once I I'm giving you the money, whether it's in kind or the monetary value of that. 
so you have to be clear on articulating that as well. And then the other piece of this is really looking at um, setting clear expectations. So for me, as you saw um, our, at our experience, I don't just want your money. I want you there. I want you involved honestly, every step of the way. And so for, for, for us, for me, the, the, one of the main things is, um, getting them involved in some capacity. And again, clearly articulating that is, you know, yes, your dollar is very well needed and wanted, but I want you to be able to see the impact that your dollar or your sponsor, your partnership is really leaving on the, the people that we're serving. Oh my God, that is so good. Um, so someone is clear on their vision, they're able to articulate the expectations. How do they get the the person to say yes? How do they get the check written? You know, what role do you play in helping to facilitate that? Do you just train people in that or do you actually play a role in making sure that that takes place? So it's twofold. It's twofold. And and part, part of the reason why is number one, you, understanding the value, right? Like you, you got to understand your value. And so, um, I do represent other individuals, organizations as what we call their, their partnership strategists. And so I come on board, um, and I, I take 13 clients a year. And with those 13 individuals, I focus solely on their events, whether it's a quarterly basis, biannual or annual, um, term. And that is what I do when I go and reach out to whether it's my contacts or their prospects, there's research that a ton of things that I end up doing on behalf of their organization to really identify the proper prospects that would be willing to partner with them. Right. So for example, um, a women's, a, a women's professional development conference, we're not going to be hitting up babies are us. Right. There's no, right. Well, babies are us is out now, but nonetheless, we're not, we're not, we're not going to, we're going to be making sure that we are focusing on um, what the mission is with the prospect we're looking to acquire or obtain. And so it's really going back through a process of, of what does that look like? How do our missions align? So that's really the work that I do for myself um, on behalf of this organization. The other side of it is for an individual who may have uh, this role, right? The role that I would be doing, but they're only getting smaller gifts or they're only able to um, have a grant writer to acquire smaller funds, whether it's a 500 to a 2000, something less than $10,000, essentially what the conversation we're having, right? And so what it is, is it's an opportunity to learn what I do step by step, the four phases of um, what we call the 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 EPA strategy, the event partnership strategy process, and they end up going through the program, and we connect uh, and touch base once once a month, and we're really breaking it down. But the beautiful thing with that opportunity is they're not just it's not a one to one setting where I'm doing it for them. They get the training that they do on their own, and then they get to connect with their entire group of other people who are participating in the same program and they get to connect with the people that I'm doing it for. And so it's a twofold. So yeah, we, we wanted to make sure to say, okay, Hey, this is an opportunity where I can come and do it. But if you want to learn it, here's this platform as well. 
I love that. So as you know, you know, one of the things that, that we specialize in is, is networking and teaching people how to network more effectively. And some of the events that we have, you know, they might be 20, 30 people. They might be much on a much smaller scale. And one of the reasons I wanted to have this conversation with you, obviously, besides just getting to hang out with you because it's so fun, <laughs> right? um, was also finding out when some of the smaller organizations are trying to do like monthly or quarterly events that aren't quite on that level where they're not, you know, they're not looking for, you know, six figure or five figure of, of, of sponsorships, but they do want to do things at a higher um, level of professionalism. Absolutely. How would you, and is it even something that you'd be able to, to do is to help people to understand how to develop those types of partnerships on a little bit of a smaller scale? So that is a beautiful question because I did it from, I did it on accident for myself. That's when I realized that I, the need to incorporate that piece as well. Cause it's not just for these larger conferences, right? Because it's a really big point. Um, and it's not to an extreme of creating your own, um, your, your own operating budget. But I have that conversation because that's actually a requirement for any of my part, any, anybody I bring on as a client. If you do not have your operating budget, we cannot work together because, because there's foundational elements that are going to be missing. Okay. And so with this conversation, it's breaking it down to identify if you're going to be doing a monthly or a quarterly experience, Mm -hmm. you still would like the partner. So what is, again, whether it's 30 people or 300 people, Mm -hmm. what is the impact? What's the mission? What's the vision? And how are you going to create that lasting impact? And so from my experience, um, it started out with, I shared the vision and, and that's, coming in organically has, has, has been the win every single time. This is who I am. This is where we've been. This is where we're going. Do you want to be a part of it? Because this is your mission too. And here's where we align. And specifically we, what we we were doing at the time is uh, it was a personal development experience and we wanted to host it weekly on Tuesdays and Saturdays. And I, you know, I, I, we didn't have a venue and one of our longtime partners was the um, Phoenix Bur- uh, Burton bar library. Mm-hmm. But um, the particular amount of space that we needed, we, we were going to have to pay for it. Wow. And if we, or um, we wouldn't, we weren't going to be able to charge for it to use the particular space we needed. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not hosting a weekly event, not getting paid. I'm sorry. Like that's, I can't do it. Right. And so we just put out, kind of just started putting out this call, spoke at an engagement and in, I, I was randomly having a conversation with her. I said, Hey, I have this ask and I, can we, can we sit down and have a conversation? Have the conversation. I said, we, you know, we would love to use your, your facilities for this experience. And this is what we can do on, on the other side of it. And your, your girls and their parents can, it was a charter school. And I said, your girls and your parents, their parents can come um, complimentary if you allow us to use our space. They not only granted us the access to the space on both days, um, we had access to printing costs or printing. We had access to tons of other things that, that they had. And again, it was a charter school. Um, we facilitated that experience for 42 consecutive weeks. Wow. Free wow. of charge. Yeah. You right? know, how often do people just miss the opportunity to ask? Cause I, you know, having done events and having had that big L like you, yep. there's nothing else that I've learned is to ask. 
you know, I'm amazed at how many people will say yes when you just ask the yeah. question and make it valuable for them. And, you know, for sure. it's, it's, the mutual benefit exchange, mutual, always. Right? Yeah. But, um, how frequently do you see where people are just missing the opportunity to ask? Yes. And, and I was just talking to a client earlier, um, actually right before us, and the conversation was, you know, I, I, I want to, you know, I, I might want to go and ask these people this question, um, but I don't know what I would give them. A- ask them what they need. Find out what they need. Do your own due diligence prior to. Um, and that's one of the things, you know, you know me, I, I am a professional stalker yeah. and I will go and do my work. Mm-hmm. Um and, and bring that to the table. And so, you know, whether it's, so I know your mission and this is where we align and make it clear on this is how we can both win, but it's even deeper than that. If, if you know, there's some information that you can acquire via social media or LinkedIn or whatever, you know, website platform, um, it's going in and connecting with those people and, and touching and, and, and touching and agreeing and saying, you know, what, what, what are you all looking for? Like, I can see this, but I don't see your goals. Like, what are your goals? What, what are, what are you actually working toward as an organization, as an individual, as a business? And then saying, oh, okay, well, you know, this is what I do, right? And, and, and being able to provide that value. And, and it all comes down to being able to find ways to bridge the gap. You know, I think it's so interesting how it's just as easy as picking up the phone and asking. Yes. Uh, you know, I, one of the things that we teach is for people to follow up effectively. And, and I, I want to talk to you a little bit about the way um, you interacted in an event that we both participated in recently. But, you know, one of the things I teach is for people to do something as simple as sending a handwritten card after they've had this connection. And the one pushback I get all the time is, well, they don't have their, their um, address on their website. And I'm going, seriously? You know, I'm like, due diligence, look it up, figure it out. And if it all else fails, pick up the phone and say, hey, I'd love to send you something. Can I yeah. have your address? No one's going to say no to that. No one. Everybody's, oh, you want to send me something? Yes, I'll take that. You know, so it's just a gift. It's doing doing the work. So so you and I participated in this event, what, maybe a month and a half ago now. Yeah, month, yeah. Maybe a month, I don't know. But um, one of the things you did really, really, really well to the point of winning <laughs> a gift for being so good at it was your connectivity within the group. You know, reaching out to people in advance, scheduling time to meet people one-to-one. Um, you know, from my perspective, I was literally like giddy watching you. I was like, yes, he does this so amazingly. It's so awesome. What is it that you would say, I'll just say from a networking perspective, why was that important to you? And how do you use networking kind of to build your own community and to build your business? So two reasons. The funny reason is I went to an event, they use the same platform and some like people blew me out of the water like there was no chance to winning and it honestly was like I don't know if you actually saw the final score I went I definitely went a little bit overboard but it was it was the, the the ultimate reason why I wanted to make sure I was being intentional with you know what I posted it wasn't just like let me just put this here just so I can win I was very strategic about what I posted um and so the, so when I went again, having that experience, and I like, there was no way to even get into the competition. I was like, oh man, that, like if, if I have it next time, if I get a chance again in this particular platform, like it was a gamified system. I said, I'm going to, I'm going to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And so when this particular co- organization, um, take the lead, when they, when they created that in, in space, I said, oh yes, it's I, a- I, I'm, I'm winning. <laughs> like I, I already said it before, you know, before it was. And, um, 
and so the the why when I started looking at it is um I knew this was going to I, I made a commitment to myself probably a year and a half ago and I said um, I'm not going to be the smartest person in the room anymore mm. and I knew this was going to be one of those rooms, whether it was going to be intellect, whether it was going to be experience, whatever it was. I knew I was not going to be the smartest person in the room, but I also knew I was bringing something to the table. Right. And so for that particular reason, I just started, okay, who are the speakers? Who are the, um, who are the other facilitators? Who are the sponsors? Mm -hmm. And I made it a point to go in and make sure that I was going to be able to have those intentional conversations when I showed up in the room. So it wasn't going to be the Margot show. Cause that's never, it, it, that's not what it should be about when you go right. into a room, even right. if you are the keynote speaker, the only speaker, a panelist, what have you, it should not be the, your show. Yes. Right. You're representing another organization. You have just been invited to share your gifts, your, your expertise and your intellect. Right. And so knowing that I said, okay, this is what I need to do prior. And that's exactly what I did. And hubby and I, we now have a staycation for, yes. for a baby moon, you know? So I love that. I mean, it was so great that for those of you all who can't tell because she's seated, there is a <laughs> on board. <laughs> and so I remember the, the pre-event session that we had. I know you weren't able to make it, rightfully so. You know what I mean? You, yeah, you're you're getting close. We want you to take care of yourself. But I'll never forget a woman was like, have you seen Marco? Is she here? And I was just like, <laughs> that's what it's supposed to be. People yeah. are looking for you, you know? And I and, and for those of y'all who will listen to this later, listen to the lessons. You know, I wanted to share, I wanted to hear about your business and how you're able to help people. But I love watching how you are able to build connections and allow that to really help to elevate your business. And the thing that I found really interesting, and I think if, if people will pay attention, is that if you're intentional, which is my word, right? It's, it's an important word. If we're intentional, not only will you stand out, people will remember you, people will be seeking you out, and it'll make it so much easier. We make it hard because yeah. we go into rooms thinking, who can I go find? How can I go sell my stuff? Whereas... If you're more intentional, you will be like that woman. You know what I mean? You'll have people searching you out when you're not even in the room yet, you know? And so that makes all the difference in the world. I really, God, okay, we're going to have to do part two to this because <laughs> I know we said 20. the time goes super, super fast. And I did. I intentionally spent a little more time hearing about, you know, how you're building this, what I think phenomenal very unique, you know, business that you've now created. I think it's so important. Um, but I do want to ask you this. If you could sum up your journey in one word, and I don't ask these in advance because I don't want you to think about it. I just want it to be organic. I want to be real. If you can sum up your journey in one word, what would that word be, Margo? One word? Transformational. Mm, can't stop there. Do tell. <laughs> I was, like, was going to say, can I please explain? Um, I just, again, we've known each other for years, mm -hmm. right? And personally, we can talk about what that journey looks like. But professionally, uh, I've seen myself evolve in ways that I, like, I wouldn't even have been able to articulate. Um, Back in 2013, if you would have said this, is like we would be having this particular conversation. No, because again, the journey started out as a life coach for young girls who were facing adversity. 
defined by their situations and circumstances. And now I get to journey alongside powerful agents of change who are making national, local, global impact in the lives of the people that they are called by God to lead. I get to I get to journey with them to package their experiences. Mm. And so for me, when I say transformational, it's not just the things that I've learned and gone through and failed and mastered and died. No, it's the lives that 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 God allows me to pour into and be a part of and and see and 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 grow with um, along their journeys and in my journey as well. So transformative. That is so fantastic. Transformative. Well, I just want to say I see that in you. I see that gift in you. Um, I've been so privileged to, you know, and, and, and it has been a long time, but it's yet been a short time. And I feel like in the time that I've known you, I've just watched you blossom. And I'm continuing to see those next phases unfold. And I'm excited to be, you know, a small part of that and to be able to stay connected and to see it in real life. And I, you know, I want our listeners to know that this is a resource that you need in your life. Even if, you know, you're not looking for the, you know, the event piece or looking to build those types of connections, you need Margot in your life because she's just that kind of person. And I know, and we've had this before where I'm like, okay, who do I know who knows this or needs that? I know who to call. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. So if you'd be willing to share with our audience how they can reach you, they probably want to leave you alone for the next like month in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you'll be on some type of maternity sabbatical, but um, when the time is right and they have need for the services you provide or the resources that you're so liberally willing to give, um, how can they reach you? Absolutely. So due date's May 18th. So you have a little bit of time. A little time. And 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 absolutely, we're still trying to figure out one, you know, what 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 everything's gonna look like once he um baby Blair arrives. But um all across all platforms, across all platforms, a Margot Blair, a Margot Blair. Um, and, and the website is just the same, A M A R G O T B L A I R across all platforms. And um, for anybody who's listening to this, who is an event curator, um, you can definitely go straight to that site and there are free gifts for you. There, it's, a, um, uh, it's a little guide where you get to do an evaluation, determine your partner potential. And, 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 and right now, especially right now, again, we started off the conversation so we can end with that conversation too, with what's going on right now. We have to be being proactive. Yeah. So even though we don't know, we, we can't necessarily anticipate whether we're going to be able to go back to live experiences, but whether it's a live experience or um, it's going to be virtual for the remainder of what we know to be existence, right? Um, partnership is a thing. It's going to be a thing and we need to be willing to um exchange our resources, our knowledge, and, and find ways to do that effectively. So there's a resource for you as well. So anything that you need, let's let's connect and build and figure out how we can grow to make to continue making impact. Very good. I'll make sure we put that link here so that people can find you easily. And I want to say thank you. Thank you for listening to Networking School. Go grab your complimentary networking handbook at tishtimes.com and make sure to follow and subscribe to Networking School on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all the wonderful spots you go to get your podcast. I would be so very grateful if you left a review of the show. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. 
And remember that relationships are the catalyst for success. So get out there and make some intentional, authentic connections.